Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Get it? The Bird Show. I said there is a TikTok that has been going viral over the course of the last couple of weeks that there are very few times where we get a long form bit from like TikTok or a reel or whatever where you don't want to edit at all because the story is so rich with drama. And this is one of them. Yeah. When it comes to breakups on TikTok, people like to send out a little bat signal to me, basically just tagging me, being like, you need to get this girl on your breakup podcast. And so I have been spamming Risa Mtisa on TikTok trying to get her on and she hasn't responded so I figured we could talk about it anyway. She put out like a 50 part series on TikTok talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah we're yeah. gonna play all 50 parts today. <laughs> wow. And no, and no joke people are like it, she's gone so viral because she's from Atlanta right? Yes. She's gone so viral nationally that everybody is like I, I like 50 parts I wish there were more. Yeah it's like what? about it's like about her pathological liar husband and every detail is rich. Okay. It's so good. So do we have the audio to play the clip? Things that my pathologically lying ex-husband lied about. Backstory number one, we met in March of 2020. Georgia got shut down, locked down two and a half weeks later. We got married January of 2021, and we were divorced June of 2021 because I kicked him out of the house on his birthday. We met online. My tire blew on 285 on my way to our first date. And he met me at a gas station, fixed my tire, then took me to go get another tire, paid for it. And I just thought, oh my God, this is the beginning of a beautiful romantic story. Boy, was I wrong. Every morning he would get on the phone with his brother, John. And he would be like, hey, babe, um, John said good morning. And I'm in the bathroom doing my hair because I still had to go to work at this time. And so I would just say, hey, John, you know, call out, hey, John. And, you know, he would relay back and forth what I said to John, what John said to me. I never actually talked to John on the phone. And so he would be like, you know, I can't wait for COVID to be over. Me and my girl, we're going to come to see y'all. I can't wait for auntie to meet her. Side note, his parents are deceased. So he was like, I can't wait for you guys to meet her. Like, I know I'm going to marry her. He said everything I wanted to hear. Love Bombing 101, this man wrote the book. So he talked to his brother every day. He talked to his friends every day in front of me. He would be on the phone laughing, cutting up, cracking jokes, telling them, hey, she said, hey, you know, just having conversation. It wasn't until he got kicked out of my house in June of 2021 that I found out every single phone call was made up. He was never on the phone. Everything I'm telling you can be verified. The phone calls where he called to pay his car off, made up. The phone call to the realtor when we were looking at houses, made up. The phone call to the bank for them to release the money for the house that he signed his name for, 
every phone call was made up. He and his brother had not spoken since 2015 when his mother died. He had no friends. Second lie, his job. He told me when I first met him that he was a VP at his company. He had been transferred from California to Georgia, and he was in the process of getting himself settled. He was looking to buy a house. His job was VP of a major condiment company. It is fair to note he paid every bill. He paid all the bills. He gave me spending money. Even though we were quarantined, locked down in my little townhouse, again, this story was always he's trying to buy a house. So when we got together, it was we need to buy a house together. This is forever. We're going to have a family. Let's go ahead and find a house. Truth is, he was a temp. He called me from work all the time. And he would pretend to reprimand employees who couldn't see that he had a Bluetooth thing in his ear. He would pretend to reprimand them in front of me. He would pretend to take phone calls from the company president who needed his help on something. He forged emails that he showed me from the company president asking him, we need to get this up and running. We need to do this project. We need to do that. It is scary how brilliant he was and how much energy he put into the lie. But he was a temp. He was a temp forklift driver. There's nothing wrong with a forklift driver, but he was pretending to be a VP. Third lie, housing. He told me he was looking to buy a house. We got together and we started looking at houses. I found a beautiful five bedroom, six bath house, brand new construction build. I love the house. The house was listed for 699,000. He showed me paperwork from Chase Bank saying that he was approved for a mortgage for 750,000. I watched him sign his name to a legally binding document for an all cash offer. The reason why the house fell through was because the builder did not want to finish the basement. We were requesting that the basement get finished. He did not want to, so he declined our offer and took the offer of another couple who didn't need the basement finished. That's the only reason why that house fell through. I see now where God's grace protected me. Well, it really protected him because legally I was not his wife, so I was not on the mortgage for that home. Fourth lie had to do with a baby. I got pregnant, lost the baby. I was sad at the time, I am not anymore, but lost the baby, had to have a DNC. When I was in the hospital, the doctor called him to let him know you know, she's, she'll be discharged because, again, this is COVID, so you could not go in the hospital at the time. The doctor called him and said, you know, she's going to be released in an hour and a half. He pretended to be his own executive assistant. And so he said, you know, Mr. James is in a board meeting, but I'm his executive assistant. David, how can I help you? You can let me know what's going on. Obviously, the doctor wouldn't do that. So she just said, you know, please let him know that Miss So-and-so um, will be ready for pickup in an hour and a half. He told the doctor um, he's in a board meeting for about another 30 minutes and then he'll be on his way. I should have only been in the hospital for an hour and a half. I was there for three hours because, again, he was a temp forklift driver, so he couldn't get off work. But I didn't know that at the time. Those are just some of the things that my pathological lying ex-husband did. There's so much more. I have severe PTSD. And I know it's my fault. I know that I did not trust myself. I did not pay attention to the United Nations of red flags. <laughs> I did not pray. And I am paying the consequences for that. There's nothing anyone can say to me, girl, you was dumb. I was desperate. I wanted to be married. I wanted a family. And I thought it was my turn. 
And instead, I got pulled into something my brain could not even comprehend. And guess what, guys? What I just told you is only 5% of the story. Oof. 5%. I, I mean, the emotional roller coaster and the scars that must be left over from a relationship like that where you fully believe and then you just feel so foolish afterwards. Like it all sorts of starts to make sense. It's going to take her forever to trust anybody yeah. again. All of the effort that he put into those lies is just unbelievable. And if he would have channeled that for good rather than evil, what could have been like possible? But a great relationship. <laughs> yeah. Were you saying you're trying to get her on Breakup Breakdown? I've been begging yeah. her because so many people have been tagging her to come on my podcast. And it's such a good story for that to only be 5% of it. I'm like, what's the other right. 95% of it? So hopefully Risa and Tisa um, sees me and the rest of the bat signals waving, hey, come on the pod. I mean, that's some real psycho ass right there, man. I mean, I just don't know how people live with themselves with handling their life this way. But I think when you're not right in the head, <laughs> then... It, it makes perfect sense. When you're a sociopath, you don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurt people, hurt people. Right. Damn. Amen to that. It's the Burt Show. Get it. The Burt Show.